Salem, 59 in Amherst, and in Appomattox. Well, if you're just joining us this morning, welcome to the Morning Jam. Our numbers, 866-916-3776 is our toll-free number. And our text number is 434-248-0704. Well, COVID is is back. Uh, chances are you know someone who either has COVID now or has had it recently. Um, it's not going to go away. This is something that's that's yep. here, and it's here to stay, it's a like the flu mm-hmm. uh, or or what have you. We uh, had our own Melinda. She yeah, she just, was out for a week. She yeah. never misses. Right. You and know, we knew something was up. Yeah. Said she was so exhausted mm-hmm. uh, th- through the whole the whole ordeal. Um, now there is a new vaccine out. Now I, I stopped after I got the first two and then I'm like done. I'm not right. doing any more boosters. I'm not doing it. And I talked to my doctor friends right. and, mm-hmm. and, and got that and my own doctor and got their recommendations with that. Um, but I will tell you now we've got some pretty heavy hitters coming out saying Pfizer, you need to slow your roll on these vaccines. Uh, this is the Florida, uh, surgeon general. He says that uh, this is a major uh, concern mm-hmm. of his. By evidence, um, he says there are clinical trials which were not conducted for the new vaccine. Mm-hmm. The FDA and CDC could have compelled Pfizer or, or Moderna to conduct clinical trials. That was something that's totally doable, but they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Now, we've heard of the uh, myo cardius inflammation of the heart muscle he shared his concern about other dangerous side effects of the vaccine he says that that there are risks associated which is why he thinks the way the cdc and fda are making decisions right now are are pretty careless because the the risk at this point unlike the first vaccine uh, are outweighing the benefits of it and they were specifically talking about a study that was done uh, showing risk in in men up to age 39 mm-hmm. uh, is what they're referring to in this interview that he did with Sean Hannity. Well, you know, it's very kind of you, Hannity, to to state the fact that you're not a doctor, <laughs> but it really is okay to believe what your eyes are telling you and what your ears hear from your neighbors. The reality is that these vaccines absolutely increase the risk of cardiac injury, and it's actually way beyond the myocarditis that you hear about. There's even something called subclinical myocarditis, and we were supposed to have data on that by now, but Pfizer got an extension on the on the data deadline from the FDA. You know, it quietly got got a six month month extension on that. So yeah. it is it, it really is okay to believe what your eyes are telling you, and certainly people well, are voting that way. I mean, yeah. So there we go. We're not in critical mode anymore. Right, we're right. not in the middle of a mm-hmm. crisis. We're right. not in the middle of a world pandemic. So we can take our time. We can take our time and mm-hmm. slow down and do yeah. what you're supposed to do. Why are they clearing this? Go through the normal process. Well, right. they're in bed with Pfizer. I mean, goodness gracious. I mean, I understood during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I got it. I understood right. that. Especially, especially for like, because so many older people were dying and I I, I, I get that. Yeah. Um, But now, and I wonder if he's going to be 
the only one, probably not. Well, you know, I dare say. Let me let me talk about this doctor just for a moment. This is the guy that helped Ron DeSantis make some really good decisions in the state During of Florida. The, exactly. And and he, you know, neither he or Ron DeSantis is getting the credit that they're getting. As a matter of fact, they're they're saying that they all the lockdowns, all the rhetoric that's flying out of Trump's mouth, sorry people, mm-hmm. is not accurate. Okay? And and it's and it's taking hold because the media is calling him out, uh, calling DeSantis out on some of this stuff. And he says, wait, whoa, 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 wait. yeah, because we've already learned from DeSantis mm-hmm. that he comes loaded for bear. Right. He's not just rhetoric. He's a guy that's got facts to back up what he says. And we need to play that clip from him. Yeah, with uh, Bill Maher. Yes, yeah, with, with his interview with Bill Maher. If mm-hmm. we had a, if we had a little more of this. Yeah. He would be the candidate that Vince Ellison was talking about earlier yeah. in the in the show yeah. that could truly take Trump on. But he's got to have more more of this. Yeah. Uh, final word on mm-hmm. the on the COVID vaccine. Uh, he he says that with this particular vaccine, he is not comfortable with it, and he would not recommend it to any living being on the planet. So that's a pretty strong. Oh, that is. <laughs> yeah, that's a strong strong comment. Um, and he he says that uh, in the the way they're going about this is just not not good. Yeah, this so. is this is uh, just to show how Ron DeSantis answers people. This is when he was called out by Bill Maher. Uh, did an interview with him, you know, on his show over the weekend when he was talking about why did you support candidates that that said that the election was stolen and this this is his answer this is where he comes loaded for bear so why did you campaign for people who because i it? wanted to see republicans win key races and i think it's important that's not a deal breaker issue for you that's not democracy well, okay well let's go back to 2016 uh, your friends in Hollywood were cutting ads telling the Electoral College to, to vote against Trump in, in the Electoral College because it was stolen. They said Russia stole the election. For years they said that. So don't act like this is like okay. a unique well, thing in modern history of the country. First, first of all, Ron, I have no friends in Hollywood. So that was Bill Mars. Yeah. That was a good comeback. It was a good comeback. But, you know. Because he doesn't. Here's the thing. Anymore. And, and I'm, you know, if Donald Trump's a nominee, we've said it here a million times, we'll, we will vote for him, okay? Right. But the deal is someday Donald Trump's going to be gone. And if you slay every Republican that has any possibility of leading this country, right. if you slay them all, they go to the next election damaged. And that's where Donald Trump does not think forward. Right. He thinks about his own damn self yeah. and his own reputation. That's just the way it is. And I get that. That's Donald Trump. But my gosh, man, think think forward beyond 2028 if you win the election in 24. Yeah. Yeah. It just, just play the long game. A little bit of diplomacy. Yes. Um, I, I, I don't know why he can do it with foreign leaders. Right. But he can't, can't do, do it with within that. his yeah, own you're party. Right. That, that's true. He does show decor. But he does. Mm-hmm. But he can't do it within his own party. party. It's just impossible yeah. for yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. It just. Ah. Yeah, it just aggravates it, me, obviously. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is frustrating. It's very frustrating. Uh, all right, moving on. Okay, let's move on. Trash. Tra- oh, let's tra- talk trash. We're oh, going to talk some well, trash. Some people would say I was just talking trash. I, well, <laughs> some people would say that, yes. Oh, um, my. You know, there are, are certain things that are harder to get rid of mm-hmm. as, as others. I agree. Um, we Toxic talk, waste. Well, <laughs> batteries, electronics. Yes, yes, and sure. And even, uh, you know... Danville, Roanoke, Lynchburg will have those. Yeah, just like twice a year that yeah. you can get rid of computer monitors and that kind of thing. Right. Um, so batteries and electronics can't be thrown away with your regular trash because they can be very harmful. Sure. 
Um, once you have an old, still functioning item like uh, television, cell phone, mm-hmm. donation is a good way sure. uh, to get rid of it. But for things like, you know, what we just mentioned, uh, and then plus things like old motor oil or unused paint, mm-hmm. you got to take a few extra steps with those. And you can contact uh, a recycling center. You can properly dispose of them that way. Uh, there are several things that you, you that you can't get rid of. Uh, one I didn't think about. So we have the, the batteries, smartphones and tablets, mm-hmm. televisions, car batteries, motor oil, thermometers. Oh, yeah, because they have mercury yeah, in I them. Yeah, I didn't think about yeah. that. Yeah, they got mercury. Yeah, huh. I, I didn't even I didn't think even about the that. little thermostats that you pull off the wall, the old ones had a you if you took the back off, you'd see it has a like oh, a, yeah, yeah, a drop of uh, when my mercury. mother was at UVA uh-huh. and in the Behringer wing, but I was and I was little, I was probably maybe six, right, or, or seven. I mean, okay. I can barely remember it, sure, but a thermometer got broken. Oh, wow, and there were little tiny balls of silver, yes. And I wanted to play with oh them. Oh my god! Yeah, well, it's intriguing. Yeah, and the yeah. and that that nurse was like, Holy she cow. grabbed me and sure. and she did not want me. Of course, I didn't understand it right. at the time. Yeah. But yeah. but Could it's have saved really your life there. It's really interesting though. Yeah. Because it's like little balls, like little, little silver water little, balls. Yeah, like little silver, and they would roll around. Yeah. On the uh, on the ground. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting that way. They're saying uh, you you can. Uh, you can also be charged and fined if you're caught oh, with wow. this. Oh, wow. Okay. You, you could get in big trouble. EPA hits you hard, huh? Uh-huh. Mm. And they're, they're, uh, of course, this administration is going to get, get on oh board gosh, with that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you would, you would do time mm-hmm. for sure. All right. You know, stick you right in that same cell of the, uh, you know, the January 6th people that can't get representation. So if you're wondering how, how you like, get rid of a thermometer, okay. um, many thermometers uh, imitate mercury but are labeled mercury-free. They can be thrown away normally. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, if you have a thermometer containing mercury that you want to get rid of, you can look for uh, small businesses or universities to which to donate it. Another option is locate a hazardous waste, co- waste collection facility in your area. Do we have those? I mean, I guess we would have to have those, yeah, right? Somewhere, yeah. They're they're pretty much when you think it's mandated. Hmm. Mandated, yeah. yeah. So you know, keep that in mind. I'll put this up on our. Okay. Uh, I, I didn't really think about the thermometers. I guess I should have, but mm-hmm. I didn't. We got to go to break. Yeah, we got to run to break. Let's squeeze this call just real quick in here. Eight six six nine one six three seven seven six. Going into break. Got about a minute. What's up? Hey guys. Uh- you know, Trump was wrong on the vaccine, and DeSantis closed down beaches and did things wrong. You know who's been right on this the whole time? It's on front of the independent Bobby Kennedy Jr. Um, he's I owe you right $5, dollars, Mark. <laughs> well, Rand Paul has been right about it. Uh, Dr. Malone has been right about it. Which got well, to be, to be clear, to be very clear, the... Uh, the Surgeon General with Florida was not saying that Trump was wrong. Mm-hmm. He was not saying that that initial vaccine wasn't needed or warranted. What he's saying is yeah, now... Yeah, they didn't do any trials on it. We were in the middle of a trials. freaking pandemic, well, Alan. They, they did do trials. <laughs> they, it was limited it was trials because I remember when they were testing the people. it was already in the works. Right, right. The vaccine the, the was D- already DNR in the works. or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. I know, but they Dr. built Malone, on that platform. Dr. Malone created the vaccine. Dr. Malone should move. And he lives up in Charlottesville. All y'all had to do was call him and get him on the air. 
and Peter well, McCulloch has said the same thing, and they both been right. They both been right. Okay. Well, I uh, guess I guess. You know, so I'm just saying. Well. That you got your opinion, and by yeah. the way, the beaches were only cl- closed for thirty days because the right. whole world was locked down. Come on, well, you can't I, we just have such short memories. Pinpoint Ron DeSantis when the whole world was How shutting down. How do we down. forget? We forget what it was like yes. during the. You know, we look back now with our rose-colored glasses, sure. and we want a Monday morning quarterback everything. Right. We forget what chaos had right. been unleashed. Chaos, fear. Yeah. I mean, I mean, my wife and I didn't even sleep in the same bedroom for two months because right. she was doing triage at the hospital. Right. We didn't know. Nobody Honest to God, knew. we didn't know. And I'm sorry to, to blame, to, to say Trump didn't do the right thing. I, I, he, I think he had that's a very hand, unfair, and yeah. I don't defend him very right, often. Right, right. And he had a hand dealt to him, and it, you know, it was the hand that he was dealt. And uh, trust me, I'm getting texts from uh, a pro-Trump friend of mine. He's sending me personal texts. A lot of capital words in there, a lot of capital letters. Look, man, when DeSantis screws up or when Biden screws up or Trump screws up, we call it out. Absolutely. You know, we're just trying to call out if you can have truth in politics. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are The Morning Jam. I was just mentioning to Rose during that break, I, I, you know, I'm just about fully okay now from my head cold, uh-huh. but I swear NyQuil has been saving my, and it's not even the real thing, it's the CVS version, yeah. which is just as good, uh, but it's helping me sleep through the whole night. I, I mean, I wish I could take that every night, but you I, can. I know I can. It's called ZQL. Well, my wife said that too. Now both my wives are ganging up on me. Well, I'm not ganging what's, up what's, on you. But my husband uses it. What is Zequil? Tell me what Zequil. Zequil is just the the sleepy part without all of the. Okay, other my wife stuff. will be sending you a text in the next three seconds saying he won't listen to me, and I am a nurse practitioner. Exactly. He has to hear it from somebody else before he believes it. Yeah. Well, that is. She is right. I mean, she's just one step shy of a doctor i know buddy. i know but but my husband works shift so, work so equals over the counter and it is and um and and the generic works just fine okay but now he because he works shift work it's very difficult sometimes to oh, go for from to sleep, sleeping right? at night to sleep during the day. day. Yeah. And Zequel is a saving grace for him. Right. It's, really. And he does a swing shift on top of that, right. too, which right. adds to the And And melatonin, craziness. he will use that some. Right. But when he really needs a, a good night's sleep, he will use Zequel. Okay. Because, see, I was taking Tylenol. I'd take a Tylenol and a Tylenol PM every night. Or a, uh, I'd alternate between ibuprofen PM and, and one ibuprofen to help me sleep through the night. And so anyway, I'll, I'll try the Zequil. I, I got to make sure it's okay with heart patients. Of course, right. I don't think my wife would steer me wrong on that. Yeah. I don't think no. so. Anyway. I don't think so. <laughs> You're on the morning jam. Good morning. Good morning, Mark. Hey. Good morning, Mark. Janet, this is Lester. Yes, hey, sir. Lester. Uh, yeah, Janet, uh, if he didn't like the ending to... Uh, no country for old men. You can go on YouTube and find all kind of awesome endings to end movies. Are you serious? Oh, really? Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Did they make alternate endings for it? Oh, oh we lost, we lost him. him. Oh, shoot. 
You know, I've Isn't heard them. I've heard them do that with other movies. And then, and then they test it in front of people, right. and then they pick it. Well, I can't imagine anybody picking that one. I think he's back. Are you back? We lost you there for a second. Well, okay. He's still not back. <laughs> oh well, something's wrong with his phone line this morning. So okay, alternate endings. Should that be a regular thing with some movies? I I mean. I think so. Yeah. And then I can choose my ending because I did not like that ending. Right. So some movies are so popular, they get two or three theaters at one time. So you go to the A, B, or C version. So how would you... Okay. Okay. Now I'm going to have a little fun with this, Rose. So I got I got to know. It's an A, B, C ending. Okay. So what are the three endings? What would they be called title? Feel good ending? Yeah. Feel good ending. Feel good ending. Okay. Um, so we would have a feel-good ending, right? Um, angry ending, an angry ending, and then, which might be the one you saw. And what the hell? Okay, well that's the one you. That's saw. That's the one I saw. Okay, all right. Where, 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 where's, there's like no or a resolution ending, maybe. Okay. Where, where at least the the whole storyline is it, resolved. It, it, it comes together, right? That that ending was definitely a WTH. Okay, okay. It I got gotcha. you. Like, well, what do you? What does that even mean? Right. I don't even what. You dreamt about your day. Okay. Huh? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm so... And then when the credits came up, I looked at I looked at Bryce and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Okay. Best ending ever where the, the heroines or the hero dies at the end. The best, best one ever that you saw that you said, you know, I didn't like the fact they died, but it was a good ending. Um, I don't, they Blaze of glory kind they of They didn't die. Right. But... One that I thought was a, a good ending that didn't end the way I wanted it to is a, for an example would be Witness. Okay. The movie Witness. Yeah, with, with, with uh, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Yeah. And Kelly McGinnis. And then yeah. he went to live in the Amish country and stuff. And everything within you wanted him to stay yeah. with her and stay in that community. Sure. But you knew he couldn't stay. Right. You knew he had to go. Right. And I hated it. Sure. But I had a resolution. I knew why he made the decision. Sure that he made and you know two best endings were the 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 hero dies and i was okay with it and if you're a 007 fan well i just gave up the ghost there for that one but uh the way 007 dies in this last one i mean the movie's been out for over a year people you should have seen it already um and then the way that the person of interest jim caviezel's character dies at the end of the series I wasn't happy with it, right? But, but you, but, but you were okay with both it. of them. Sacrificed their life for that cause they believed in. So yeah. I was okay with it. I, yeah, you know, you, know, you don't want to see it because you you want the character. Of course, I, 007's coming back in a different form. I don't know what but that there looks are like. Some, there are some movies that you know you can't have a happy ending. Right. Right. Sure. But spoiler alert, right? Okay. For you know, Thelma and Louise. for those, for, no, for those <laughs> watching the country for old men. Yes, yes, a lot of the big stars die. Oh wow! Okay. I mean, so it 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 really does. Yeah. Okay. I mean, <laughs> if the whole thing is is if we tested every ending of every film, I I that we can't do that. You know, you got to leave it up to the writers. You know. Yeah. Based on a true story, he really lived at the end, but we killed him off. Yeah. We, we didn't want a sequel. This was too taxing on our emotions to film this one to begin with. Or right. Or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, I, I love entertainment. I, I just, you know, I, I love a good I love a good movie. And, and Red Notice was fun. It was a fun and funny movie. 
and serious at times, but funny. That's why I think we enjoy it. You know what we watched that we didn't like? Oh, my gosh. Why? Have you seen Laundromat with, uh-uh. with Meryl Streep? Oh. No. Was not happy with that one. Didn't like that one, huh? It took us a while to get into it because we weren't sure where it was going. And then I then I guessed something about halfway through, and I was, believe it or not, rarely am I proven right on these things, but I was proven right at the end. And my wife looked at me and go, I can't believe you got that part right. <laughs> The way it ended, but uh, it was an interesting film. It was interesting. It had some heavy hitters in that one, too. But, uh, yeah, we saw a couple flicks while we were flying to and fro yeah. to Florida. For yeah, our... it's interesting because you're a captive audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and your choices are somewhat limited. Uh, yeah, well. <laughs> like, when I went to, to Seattle, I watched Dream Girls like four times. Oh, really? Yeah. Jeez. I'm your oh, dream cause... girl, boy. I make you happy. I said, hang you, hang you, hang you. You're going to love me. I mean, I had them all memorized. Yeah, sure. I got to do the, yeah, you know, the whole thing. I was like going to buy some glitter and sing it on the way back home. Yeah, I was. It, there wasn't a lot to watch. Right. And it was a long flight. Well, this this was on our. We put this on our little pad. But we did fly American on the way down. Yeah. That there are individual now, and maybe I, because we fly Allegiant a lot, they don't have it. American has the individual plug in every seat for your U, USB. Well, Allegiant may have cool. it. They'll just nickel and dime yeah. you to death. <laughs> this we have it. We're going to charge you ten dollars because we have it. If you want to plug into it, that's an additional five. If you want volume, that's three dollars. I mean, that's what they do. God forbid if you needed a drink. Yeah, really. Sixty-one degrees now in Appomattox, in Amherst, Salem, and Roanoke. Sixty in Danville. Sixty-two in Bedford. Sixty-two in Lynchburg. And those cold temperatures are coming. They I got are. out my hoodies yesterday. Did my, you? My hoodies and mm-hmm. my sweatshirts and my sweaters. I'm wow. very excited. So does that mean we've officially arrived? Well, I mean, look, we're in the South. Yeah. So we'll have that for a few days, and then second summer we'll return, mm-hmm. and we'll be yeah, in flip flops again. Okay. So in Iowa yesterday, it was in the nineties. Yeah. Which is unbelievable. Right. My wife said it was ninety six yesterday. I said, "Honey, it wasn't ninety six. She says it's ninety six. She goes, and I said, where did it say it was ninety six? She goes, in my car. I said, inside your car, it might have been ninety six. Oh, but it was she not said 90... it was ninety six degrees here. Yeah. Well, she was sweating. <laughs> she she went to visit the neighbor next door, and it did you know, get in the eighties yesterday. Yeah, though. yeah, and and it was you like know, she was wearing jeans, and it was in the eighties, and you know, anyway, yeah, it didn't quite get there. Hey, speaking of high numbers, yeah, you want to keep that number really, really low now if you're traveling through Vinton. As a matter of fact, the speed limit has gone into effect yesterday, Uh-oh. 25 miles an hour speed zone. It's now been extended on Gus Nicks Boulevard. Before it ended at Gothright Memorial Bridge, now it goes all the way to Gish Mill. And uh, if, you're, if you're in town, and especially if you're visiting Rosie's for that double cheeseburger like I was last week, you want to make sure you're pretty happy, okay? You got you to gotta spring in your step after. I'm telling you, that burger is amazing. They're known for their burgers. It it's is true. amazing. And I have a spring in my step, and I'm afraid that spring is going to turn into a heavy right foot. And then I'm going <laughs> to be going 29 miles an hour in a 30. Good thing I didn't have the beer, too. I had Nobody diet, wants that. Diet Dr. Pepper along with that. Why do you have a diet? We were trying to figure that out last week. You get the cheese, you know, double-size me on the burger and right. the fries. Extra oh, mayo, yeah. please. Yeah, and give me a Diet Coke. Exactly. <laughs> uh, kind of a update on a, a 
evolving story. Okay. Uh, Concord Volunteer Fire Department said uh, there was a, a two-motor vehicle crash on Sunday. Oh. Uh, it happened on Oxford Furnace Road on 460, and uh, they are pleased to report that no one was injured You know, during that time. Right. Um, traffic was blocked and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But all the occupants were unharmed from the collision. We, we hear of a lot... Very often, uh, Trucker Bob will yeah, call Trucker in. Trucker Bob gives us our And updates, he, he yeah. travels 460 a lot, mm-hmm. and, and he'll talk about... Usually when he calls and he says 460, I'm like, Oxford Furnace Road. Right. They need to do something there. Yeah. It's a bad spot right there. But not and a traffic that, circle. It's in that dip, you know. When you're coming right. from Appomattox, you're going down that big hill. Yeah. And you're coming down a little bit of a hill from Lynchburg, but it's just that stretch that people are barreling down that, mm-hmm. that hill. And, you know... So I had a situation yesterday where I was I was crossing mm-hmm. 29 right. and a lady was at a stop sign mm-hmm. and and I was turning left to go. I was in the median. I was turning left to, to go before the cars came and she started going. Oh, so I stopped. Right. And I backed up mm-hmm. and she stopped and she backed up. And oh, I'm like, really, Lori, is we this go. are we going to do this? Is we, this what we're going to do? Simon's. Says or it whatever was that like, thing is, yeah. I I was so frustrated. <laughs> I was like, so finally, finally, I just went. I mean, she was at yeah. a stop sign, so she needed to stop. Sure, I did not have a stop sign. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it was an exercise in frustration. I stopped yesterday. I stopped and got my hair cut. It was an impromptu. Of course, I had just seen that movie. That's why I was so aggravated. What? Dag on it. Oh, the angry old man. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's why. Did you see the haircut? Did you- Oh, you did. I did. You know, I still have headphone hair. Well, of course. Yeah, but we that, all do. Yeah, yeah. Those of us that work in yeah, radio. Yeah, you did get trimmed. I up. got trimmed up. It was. A, it was. A, my wife sent me a coupon, <laughs> which I had a problem with. But it. But the so lady you was never nice get enough. your hair cut by the same person twice. No, in a row. and the lady that trimmed my beard last time was in Alta Vista. That was another impromptu stop. Had a coupon, hmm. but uh, yeah, Great Clips is uh, is my place. They do a good job, especially when I have a coupon. I feel <laughs> I there's something about getting a discount that just it see it's there, like a it's like a, a hit of dopamine. There in my are certain brain. things that I don't want a discount for. Right. I don't want a dis- discount hairdresser. Right. I don't want to like a discount brain surgeon. I don't well, want to go I mean, in and go okay, here. I here's my that. coupon. Right. I don't want that. Right. I there's just certain things I I just want. Yeah. What I, I and especially as a woman, right. You get what you pay for when it comes to your hair. Well, yeah. Your color. Your like all that. I don't have like a lot it, of hair to work with, so well, they can only mess it up so much. I, I, I guess it's different for yeah. men, but I I. I not going to be using a coupon to get my haircut. My, when my son was alive, I would go out to Des Moines, and he would—he was such a gracious young man, and he would treat me. We went to this place that had a a whiskey bar, and it was a haircut place. Oh, and 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 then it had this thing where you played like hockey—not hockey, but uh, not hockey. It was a long, oh, long oh, wooden table. It was a tabletop shuffleboard. Yes, and you put that. the grains of sand on yes. it and stuff. We play that when we go see Dale, uh, Dale and Larry. Okay, so we did that. Mm-hmm. We got a drink. They, he says, you're going to... It's call, an experience. Yeah, Phil called me daddy-o, and he said, daddy-o, I'm going to give you the full thing. I, they did the whole mint oh, towel on my face. You and, can get that. You oh can my get gosh. that for choppers. You can get that downtown yeah. the parlor. Yeah. They do all that. Yeah. And it's, it's like old school. Sure. And I, I remember touring when mm. he opened that up. Okay, going. This is just for guys because this is yeah. amazing. Yeah, 
Yeah, and they did the witch hazel probably yeah. and all that stuff. And yeah, whatever that is, they did it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went to a, a manicure place one time, and it was called the Nail Bar. And mm. part of your manicure was you would, you know, get a beverage of choice. Right. That was it. I think that was in Gatlinburg, maybe. Yeah. That was interesting. Those are fun memories. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, that was an experience. Yeah, it was. It really was. And guess what they don't have there, though? What? Coupons. There's no coupons <laughs> there. <laughs> you get no coupons from that place, buddy, because <laughs> you're getting what you pay for. Okay. I'm going to play this little bit. My brother, by the way, and, and Jimmy has contributed so much into my life. So has my brother, Doug. And when my little brother, Rook, was around me before he passed, I've had really awesome brothers uh, in my life. So uh, Jimmy said the other day when we were talking about costs of weddings, um, and I forgot to mention this, $300 is what they spent on the wedding. And they had a cool wedding. And that was a lot. Yeah, and that was then. back in the 70s. And mm-hmm. I think they're married 48 years. So it's a couple years behind. Did you have Doug more than, Cindy. than punch and cake and nuts and <laughs> right. and butter mints? I don't know. Do you, did you? you? You need to text me and tell me. So he wanted to contribute for the, uh, the ending of a movie. I got a great idea where we should go next. Oh, I don't want to hear it. Change your mind when I tell you. Shut up. <laughs> That's from uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. And I remember watching that in the theater as right. a kid. Or I was, you know, a teenager. And they jumped or whatever. off the cliff. Yeah, they yeah. jumped off the cliff and they said, oh, you know, said a bad word there um but anyways the way that one ended that that's the blaze of glory ending right there yeah sorry you know i ruined yeah. the end of it if you haven't seen it well i mean if you haven't seen it in 40 years <laughs> right, you're probably right. not going to see it paul newman and, and uh, robert redford just just a great dynamic duo in that movie well we didn't talk about this story we need to though okay. um henry Culler of texas yes he is a Democrat, U.S. representative, apparently the victim of an armed carjacking last night. Oh, is this, okay, the representative, okay. Yeah. Right. The U.S. representative. Yep, yep. Democrat from Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, the longtime Democratic congressman was in the Navy Yard neighborhood Okay. when the incident took place around 930 that's according to U.S. Capitol Police. The okay. agency, along with the Metropolitan Police Department, responded to the scene mm-hmm. At New Jersey Avenue and K Street Southeast, the entire block was closed off. Police are searching for three suspects described as black men wearing all black clothing in connection to the carjacking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kohler's stolen vehicle, a white Honda CHR, has since been recovered. Okay. He was parking his car and three armed assailants approached wow. him and stole his vehicle. Wow. Fortunately, he was not harmed. Yeah. Uh, and is uh, working with local law enforcement. Um, yeah, what do you what do you think about that, buddy? Because people in America are dealing with that every day, right? Well, in his because state, of policies that your party has put in right. place, and they're coming across in your state border. I'd like to know, and I don't. I'm not saying these were illegal aliens, no, uh, or not. But you know, I just it but just, their practices, the the well, attorney the, generals, the oh yeah, well, that the, are in place, no bail, cash, right. No cash bail and all that stuff. You know, even if they got arrested, they might just release them so they can do it again. I was talking to my cousin and in D.C. Right. I mean, that's that's pretty gutsy to be doing this business yeah. in D.C. Yeah. You C- know, cousin Liz in Alexandria. I mentioned her earlier in the show. We were talking last night, and I just said, you know, and she's got a nice car. She's got a nice Volkswagen. And it's only a couple of years old. And, and I said to her, I said, you know, Jane, if you ever, I mean, you've got to give up the car. You just got to, you know, go. And she said, Mark, 
No, I'm I'm more aware of it than you realize. I mean, we have four to five murders. It seems like every night. Wow. On the news and carjackings left and right up here in in Northern Virginia. You it's know, cray cray. We've got we've got this uh, show that we're doing on October 14th at Second Stage, mm-hmm. and the the um it's sorry wrong number right. is the name of the radio drama that's going to kind of wrap up the show. Mm-hmm. And there's a line in it where the woman is trying to get the police to you know to respond, mm-hmm. and the policeman's very nonchalant, and he's like, "Look, lady." We have dozens of murders in this town every day, and we managed to stop almost all of them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. okay. Some things never change. Yeah, well. We'll be back with uh, a, a lighter look at the news when uh, we wrap up the show for this Tuesday morning. Thanks so much for joining us. Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. The morning jam, six to nine a.m. You have us. It's like I'm speaking in tongues. I need an interpreter. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Hey, yesterday at this time we were talking about how Merriam-Webster had added a bunch of, yeah, of yeah, yeah. you know, and New I was words. like, I was like, really? Are, is that what we're gonna do? We're gonna put all the slang words in there? Well, yeah. I stand corrected. Oh, oh, they put some good ones in. Well, no, obviously <laughs> I was wrong. They do need to put these in, and here's why. Oh, gee. This was uh, what my friend posted last night. Said uh, I got home from work today and i learned the following things a kid in a class brought uh, uh to gwen's class brought a live fish to school in his pocket and when she asked how did you keep it alive on the bus he said oh it was in my water bottle so that was the first thing okay. second thing she got an email from a boy in school that said quote hey gwen you may not know me but i think you're cute and i'll be at lunch with you tomorrow and i plan to riz you up Oh boy, that sounds R I Z Z. That sounds dangerous. So illegal, maybe even. So she had to look it up, right? Because you know, number three, we had to look that up, and we told her her response would be there would be no rizzing of anyone at lunch or anywhere else. <laughs> so riz, riz, okay. The related term unspoken riz refers to the ability to exude charm or charisma without verbal communication such as with general confidence and body language. Mm. Riz is also a verb, often in the form of riz up, meaning to charm someone. Mm. Example, I'm about to riz up Sarah. Do you know if she has a boyfriend? Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't <laughs> think so. You can just keep your riz to yourself, lover boy. Uh, see, so it was useful. Because they had to yeah. look it up. Well, okay. Riz. Probably, I'll remember that one. Probably, yeah. 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 Maybe maybe you can riz up uh, uh, your wife later. <laughs> it sounds dirtier than it is. It, it, though, it, really, it? it really does. It's really not that bad. So, But um, here's something you may not have read about during the, uh, the trial of Trump yesterday. Oh, yeah. Of course, you know, his love for fast food is 
very well documented. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll remember during the uh, during the government shutdown, he welcomed the Clemson football team and had a huge spread of burgers, fries, and other yeah, treats yeah, yeah. from uh, McDonald's. It yeah. seems to be his uh, one of choice. His go-to, yeah. Yeah. Uh, former president appeared to have a hankering for some of his comfort food Monday while appearing in a court in Manhattan. Uh, TMZ reports a pair of security guards were spotted carrying several large bags of McDonald's into the courthouse, although it's unknown whether or not they were destined for the former president's hands. They suspect it is probably the case. I'm loving it. Well, if ever he was going to want comfort food. Right. You know, well, yeah. it's when he's going through all this <clears throat> nonsense. I'll tell you what. So. Man. There you go. Eric was in really, the Really, you're going to charge me? I'm going to order a Big Mac. <laughs> so he makes this, you know, this was happening live. I, I just happen to have Fox on it because I'm not. People, I don't take in a steady diet of this when I go home. I try not to. Because we have enough of it. Yeah, we get enough morning, during yeah. during the day. I just breath. want to play the hits at night. Anyway, <laughs> um, so they broke in because he was coming out. He was right in the middle of an interview. Neil mm. Cavuto, I like Neil. And he says, we've got to go to the president. He's, 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 he's giving speaking, some yeah. words and all that kind of stuff. So he gives his impromptu thing and said, well, you know, part of the justice system worked today. Because it was in my favor, of course. Um, <laughs> but then he said... Uh, something about uh, um, some the the people that oversaw some other aspect of something, and he said, and those lawyers were good, better than mine, and his oh. lawyers are all standing around him when he wow. made that statement. And I go, oh my Yikes. gosh, wow, ouch. Well, you can say what you want to about uh, Trump, but at least he stabs you in the front. Right. You know? Well, true. Yeah, he's not going to stab you in the back. He'll stab you and in the front. And he's not. Th- I'm sorry because I have eyes. I notice, and most of everybody notices the one hot female lawyer that he has. She oh, looks like boy. she's she looks like she's 28, just out of law school. But she tends to give some of the press conferences. Mm. And you know the the running joke well, was eye candy. If you're male and you're a cameraman or a reporter, you're like you're Johnny on the spot. Yeah, you're gonna put and, your camera on her. And she was in the background, you know, along with all the male lawyers. But she did give some kind of a press conference out on the steps. Interesting. Along, man, and I tell you what, he comes out right. So everybody's still in the courtroom, and I mean, he is blasting. That attorney general who has got a she's got a vendetta. She even put it in her campaign. Not even cloaked. I'm your person that's going to get Trump, you know. And I mean, he was calling her nasty and all this stuff. And then she has to come out. They, of course, get everybody out of that foyer. Why? Now they can empty out the rest of the courtroom. And she comes out and gives her statement, of course, you know. Yeah. But it's just funny watching them, too, because they were shooting daggers at each other. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they were. Uh, You mentioned a little while ago. Uh, going to Vinton, yeah, I will yeah. tell you, Vinton has some great thrift stores. Mm. They do. I have not been to the I, thrift stores. I have been, and they're great. Okay. And I've gotten some, you know, pretty awesome things there. Right. Nothing like this next story, but okay. still, Alabama, a Goodwill thrift store shopper, mm-hmm. bought a flower sculpture. All right. It was thirty nine ninety nine, which you know well, seemed a little high. Yeah, for I was going to say it's a little pricey for him. Yeah, right. Um, there, you can look it up online. I mean, it's it's beautiful. Looks like it's pretty heavyweight. It looks like a dogwood, maybe mm-hmm. a magnolia. It's a magnolia. Okay. Uh, Shannon Matthews said she was at the thrift store at Green Springs Highway when she spotted the sculpture of a magnolia flower and branch that she immediately recognized as the work of Frank Fleming. Okay. 
the artist who created Birmingham's Storyteller Fountain. She found the piece was even signed by Fleming, who died in 2018. Okay. She bought it for $39.99, certain it was worth more. She decided to donate the piece to the Birmingham Zoo's annual gala auction. The unique sculpture with a rich green patina captures the magnolia flower in full bloom. The auction description reads, Fleming primarily worked with bronze, a material that allowed him to capture the fine details of his subjects while ensuring the longevity of his sculptures. Bidding started at $2,000. Wow. That's where it started. Jeez. And the bidding will close on the 5th. Okay. Oh, so it's, yeah. That was very generous of her to donate that. Absolutely. I mean, because she totally could have kept that for herself. And made some buku money. And and I will say, it's quite beautiful. I mean, it's something that I would that i would have Um, that is nice very very southern very very beautiful Mm -hmm. obviously i mean my gosh the the metal's worth more than that Mm. i i should think yeah i mean i don't know what bronze is bringing but i would think it would be yeah quite a bit Bronze is yeah i mean mean, it's it's a pretty expensive metal Mm -hmm. uh but yeah that was that was pretty cool neat Mm mm-hmm we uh have a, a new record or at least we think we have a new record Really, I wasn't there for the recording. Session. 104-year-old <laughs> skydiver. Oh, wow. Yeah. Gee. Skydiving Skydive Chicago said Dorothy Hoffner, 104, took a tandem jump in Ottawa. How about that? Unofficially breaking the record set by 103-year-old Swedish skydiver <laughs> Ruth Larson. All these are women. I know. I got to hang on one more year. I got to beat. Yeah. I got to beat Ruth. Right. <laughs> Skydive Chicago shared the video to Facebook showing Hoffner and her tandem partner yeah. being greeted in the landing by a cheering crowd. How about that? They have submitted evidence of her attempt to the Guinness World Records for official recognition. Hoffner previously went skydiving to celebrate turning 100. How about that? That's you know, if neat. I made it to 100, I don't know that I'd want to hurl myself out of a, out of an airplane. Uh, but, well, maybe I would. Yeah. You know, I think I'd close my eyes. Like, what's the worst that could happen for about half of that flight? That the, of the Earth hurling towards <laughs> yes. you. I'd want to see some of it. I just don't I think have I'm closing that. my eyes for that last two thousand feet. Maybe I don't. Well, you got to see though where you're gonna. <laughs> you got to put your feet out. That's true. You got to land. That's true. Hope you don't break a hip. <laughs> well, man, yes, that's that is the truth. That's what I'm worried about this current president, that he's going to fall and break he's a He's going to break a hip. It's and that's just a matter be, of that's time. It's going to be bad news at that age, I'm telling you. I've seen it happen. It could happen. Mm. I will say, uh, you know, I've got my new watch that you know, tracks my... Yeah. One of the things that it has on there was, are you at risk for a fall? Oh, really? Like, how old do you think I am? <laughs> what is going on here? What is that? You'll Jeez. be pleased to know I have zero risk. <laughs> So, glad to hear that. I didn't know it was tracking that much information. I didn't know it could track that much information. We know you have a bad knee. I'm just going to watch well, that. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And I've had it since like the ninth grade. Oh, jeez. Wow. By the time I'm 104, I probably won't have, I'll probably have a new knee by you then. I only have a couple of them. Yeah, could be. Hey, make today awesome. See you tomorrow.